Welcome, everyone, to another slightly late edition of Suplexes, Scores, and Save Points, your home for all things wrestling, sports, and video games. It scores our weekly sports podcast. I am Ryan, and with me again is my co-host, the one, the only, it's my brother, Nathan. The face of... uh... The NFL is uh, looking crazy right now, Ryan. Uh, yeah, yeah, we had a lot of uh, breaking NFL news happen today. I'm kind of glad we delayed this podcast a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had a lot of breaking NFL news today. Um, so we'll get into all of that. We're going to get into NASCAR. We're going to be talking a lot of NCAA Um women and men because the women are on their way to the tournament um they got their conference tournaments some of them done so we're gonna we're gonna go through all of that as well but we're gonna start things off nathan with a little sad news with a little news that is getting worse and worse as we move along here mlb yeah it's uh not looking pretty um as of this recording they were supposed to have had another meeting, and if that meeting didn't solve anything, which it probably didn't, uh, that means another week. They've already canceled one week. Now they'd be canceling the second week of the MLB, MLB season. Yeah. It's just going to keep getting worse, I feel, right? Yeah. Um, so they, they had, yeah, so they've already canceled the first week of the regular season. And everything up to that, including all of spring training, um, all that. Um, if they don't reach a deal tonight, which is looking like they're probably not going to, the second week of the season will be canceled as well. Um, so it, it's, they're still not close. Um, It's it's that's uh that's already knocking at least ten games off the season right now. Yeah. How bad do you think it gets, Ryan? Do you think we make it to like to where we only have like a hundred game season? Well, considering they're not even close on what they want, I I don't know, man. We may get really bad to where we don't have much of a season at all. Um so, I don't know. I hate this so much. I hate it when it's all just about money and professional athletes and millionaires and their billionaire owners are fighting over a couple million dollars, which in the long run is nothing compared to them. But, you know. Um, so, in a proposal on Monday, the league lessened the chasm on the competitive balance tax. That is the primary issue dividing the two parties. Um, they bumped the threshold from 220 to 228, but the union wants 238. So they're still $10 million off of what the MOBPA wants. Um, it, I don't know, man. It's There's so much stuff. Now the MOB wants to initiate a 14-second pitch clock with the bases empty. And a 19-second timer with runners on. So that I don't. Yeah, think... I mean, you know, speed up the game, but yeah. 
I don't think they want that though. <laughs> I don't. I don't. No, think they, the the players definitely don't want, want it. That. Yeah. Um. So what? What's the rule five draft? Okay. The rule five draft. So the rule five draft um, is the draft that teams can select players who aren't on 40-man rosters and pay $100,000 for their rights, but must keep them on their 26-man major league roster for the entire season. Um, And that is in – that usually happens around spring training time, so they don't know if that's going to get canceled, which could really hurt a lot of teams. That's how a lot of teams pick up some pretty good players. And um, Yeah. I'm telling you, we're going to have a lot of fallout from this, even if they come to an agreement anytime soon. It, I, I, how long is this going to keep going, and how many games are we actually going to miss? Yeah, it's this is insane. <laughs> it's nuts. We might have a pretty short season this year if we have a season. <laughs> we may not have one, honestly, because if there's still ten million dollars off. That doesn't seem like a lot, you know, it shouldn't be that much, but apparently yeah. it is because, so I don't know. All right, let's get into the big news that just happened, Brian. Yeah. Very, uh, su- very surprising news. Uh, Yeah, so I was at work, we got this update from ESPN. The Seattle Seahawks have traded their franchise quarterback, Russell Wilson, to the Denver Broncos in a significant, huge deal that I don't think anyone really saw coming. I mean, really, to me, even I don't know, even if, you know, it says for players and picks, but you can't really replace your starting quarterback. They did get a Especially quarterback. when you have one as good as Russell Wilson. They did get a quarterback back. Um, Seattle will receive quarterback Drew Locke, tight end Noah Fant, defensive lineman Shelby Harris, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a fifth-round pick. Uh, they will get that from Denver. Denver will receive Russell Wilson and a fourth-round pick. See... You know, I just because Pete Carroll said, I mean, he could have just been talking out his ass, but he said that he didn't want to rebuild and he wants us, he wants his, uh, uh, you know, he's got that Russell Wilson and he's like, you know, he knows the offense. I don't want to go through that. But yet then they do this. It doesn't really make sense to me. Like, even if you get a lot in, a lot, a lot back for Russell Wilson, I mean, they're not going to be as – they're most likely not going to be as good as they are with Russell Wilson. Yeah, Seattle's probably going to fall into the uh, rebuilding mode um, as much as people have said they don't want to. That's probably what's going to happen. I don't see any way – I mean, they got two firsts and two seconds in this draft, and, and, and but, you know, I don't see that helping them at all. This is a very well. I mean, is, is Drew Locke good enough? I don't think no. he is. No, and they're not going to get a good quarterback. This draft, especially this this year's draft, is not high on quarterbacks. 
there's not a lot of probably NFL like ready right now to start quarterbacks. So, yeah, so I, it I makes don't know, no sense to me. Game. I I feel like there was a lot going on behind the scenes that they're not telling because they kept saying, yeah. "Oh yeah, we're we're it's all good here," but apparently it was not all good. If you're going um, to give up your star quarter Super Bowl winning quarterback, which there's not very many of. According to sources, uh, if Wilson was traded, Denver was his preference. Uh, Wilson does have a no-trade clause, um, so technically this deal may not happen if he doesn't waive it, but all indications are that he will waive his no-trade clause and go to Denver. Um, officially, this cannot happen till March 16th, as that's when the new season officially starts, so technically this deal will not happen till next year or next week, but... This is great. Denver had a really good team. Honestly, they just didn't have a quarterback. Um, they haven't had a good one since Brit, since uh, Manning left. They've been, you know, they've had. They yeah, started but they're giving up. Uh, even with them, though, they're giving up players to get that quarterback. So true. Noah Fant, one of the best tight ends in the game. Um, you get rid of one of your young top receivers for a quarterback that's in his. You know, let's face it. Russell Wilson's not a young kid anymore. He's, you know, he's 33, making a lot of money. Yeah, I just, I don't see how it really made sense. But, you know, this is where we're at. The Colts didn't get a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is apparently going to stay with Green Bay. Russell Wilson's going to Denver. That doesn't leave very many options for the Colts. Or Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot coming out of this that apparently was wrong with this Aaron Rodgers thing. It was first broke by Pat McAfee himself um, on his podcast or his show. Um, he, um, there were reports that he made a, like the contract details came out. That is not official. Um, they said they are working on a new contract, but the the actual details of the contract are not official yet. What they said he was going to make the five hundred some million or whatever the fuck it was, that's not real. That's not true. Um, but he did come out and tweet that he is returning to the Green Bay Packers. So all this mystery is cleared up, and Green Bay has their quarterback still. So. Um. And speaking of Green Bay, they're going to franchise tag Devontae Adams, whether he likes it or not, that's going to happen. So. <laughs> um, they have they have franchise tagged him, so at least they keep those two around. But again, with the cap space they have, how much longer you – know, how, how I don't know. It's basically going to be the same team they had because they can't really – they don't have the money to bring really anybody else in. So. Right. Uh, big yeah. So NFL looking kind of crazy. We still have a couple teams that we're not sure who their starting quarterback is going to be yet. So the draft still could be kind of nuts. Uh, um, but we'll look forward, look forward to all that. We also have to talk about Calvin Ridley um, being suspended for the year due to gambling on NFL games. Yeah, what the hell, man? Now. He was not gambling on his own team, and he was not gambling in games he was playing in because he was not with the team at the time. So, but it's been 
Every player knows this. Everyone in the NFL knows this. If you're an NFL player, you cannot gamble on the NFL. That's no matter what. That is against the rules. Um, it is kind of crazy how he's got suspended for a year for for you know gambling when people have been arrested and beat up people and they get two games. Yeah, but the NFL, you know, they they're making a stance here. Um, so Calvin Ridley, you're a young, great receiver. Um, gonna miss an entire year. That's and he missed most of this year too. So missing two weeks, two years out of your year as a receiver is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, the Chargers and their wide receiver, uh, Mike Williams, have agreed to a three-year, sixty million dollar deal. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have franchise tagged their receiver Chris Godwin. So franchise tags coming through here. Um, and also reports out of Carolina, Nathan, are that they are listening to offers for Christian McCaffrey. Why would they? I mean, he's injury prone though. So he's injury prone, and he's making uh, a lot of money. And then got to cut some cap. Yeah. Um, he has, he's making sixteen million. Uh, his twenty twenty two salary cap will be fourteen million, and then it jumps to seventeen point seven the next two years. So, I think he's missed some games. He's injury prone. Maybe they're wanting to get out of that deal, um, and just maybe free up some space to bring in somebody else in, get a quarterback, something. Who knows? Yeah. So they got a lot uh, of stuff happening in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, let's jump to the NCAA since we uh we had in at least in the women's side we've already had some of the top top uh conference tournaments crown their champions. So I will go through the ones that have happened, um, and then we'll go through the ones that are going to happen this week for the women. Um, we've had a couple teams already qualify, automatically qualify. The Ohio Valley. Uh, this is women's basketball, for those of you who are paying attention. Uh, Belmont won the Ohio Valley, beating Tennessee Tech 51-29. to uh, In the SoCon, it was the Mercer Bears with an overall record of 23-6, and clinching their tournament. In the ACC, the North Carolina State Wolfpack 29-3, they make the automatic bid into the tournament. The Atlantic 10, the UMass Minute Women with a record of 26 and 6. That's only their third appearance in the tournament in school history. Wow. And, and the SEC, a big win. Kentucky knocked off number one South Carolina 64 to 62. They are only 19 and 11, but went on a huge run in the SEC tournament to knock off the number one seed and earn. The automatic bid because they probably weren't making it um, without that win. So a huge win for the Kentucky Wildcats. In the Big Ten, Iowa, who was pretty highly ranked, beat another ranked team, Indiana, 74-67 to clinch their spot in the tournament. I would have loved to see the women, the Indiana women, win that one. Um, but they're still going to make the playoff tournament. So, you know, not a big deal. The Pac-12, Stanford, 27-3, clinch. In the Big South, the Longwood Lancers knocked off Campbell. They are 21 and 11. This is that's their first appearance in school history into the tournament. Wow. Uh, the I like that. What? what? 
What'd you say? I said I like their soup. That joke fell flat. My bad. <laughs> um, in the Sun Belt, UT Arlington at twenty and seven makes Continue. the playoffs. Uh, that's their third appearance. The Big East, UConn, of course, wins the Big East tournament. And the Horizon, yeah. it's, the, it's the IUPUI Jaguars winning the Horizon League tournament. Hell yeah. That is their first appearance in tournament history as well. And in the Summit, the South Dakota Coyotes win the Summit League to make the playoffs. This week, we've got all the other tournaments. <laughs> I'm not going to go through them all. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've got everybody else finishing by the 13th. So by uh, – this Sunday, all the women's tournaments will be finished. Yep. And then the men, I think, as well, are pretty close to being. Uh, well, the men, the men, uh, most of the smaller conferences have, have, I think, have finished, and the big ones. Yeah. Big ones are getting to go on a roll like that's the only way they're getting. All right, so we do have uh yeah, some of the men have finished as well. I can go through those in the big south. Longwood again. Wow. Longwood making it in both men's and women's. I, I have never heard of this school. Uh Missouri Valley, uh Loyola Chicago. Gets the automatic bid from the Missouri Valley. Uh, the Ohio Valley, Murray State. The Ohio Valley obviously was played in Evansville, Indiana. The, the Missouri Valley played in St. Louis, Missouri. The Southern Chattanooga gets the automatic bid from the Southern. The Sun Belt is Georgia State. And again, the conference tournaments for the men's all start right now as well. And they will all be finished on March 13th as well. So this is going to be a big. Big week of college basketball. Um, we got a lot of t- conference tournaments in both men and women. And then next yeah, week. Uh, next Monday's podcast. Uh, next, the next sports podcast, we'll have our our brackets. We'll, we'll read them out to you. See how not even close we get. Although last year I had the champion. You did. Just saying. Yeah, so we'll we'll be doing a big tournament preview next week on this podcast. That should be fun. Um, It should be pretty cool. This year, it could be anybody um, winning, honestly. It's it's been a pretty parody year in the NCAA this year, so you never know what could happen. All right. so yeah, that that's that's all. Uh, also, in subway men's before we move on, um, Coach K played his final coach's final game at home, and they lost. <laughs> so, that's how you go out. Uh, North Carolina came in there and beat them at home, which is crazy. Um, we have the final top twenty-five poll, Nathan. If you want me to read that off? I mean, it doesn't really matter right now. Not really. I mean, all the all the teams are going to get jumbled up here in a little bit with this conference tournament. Yeah. Plus, um, uh, 
the only thing that's going to matter out of that top 25 is who's going to be the overall number one. Uh, it'll be Gonzaga. It better not be. Even though, if you look at records, Arizona has the same amount of losses, but four more wins. So I would end in a tougher conference. I would say Arizona should be the number one overall, but it'll probably end up being Gonzaga. Um, but we had history, Nathan, in the yeah. top 25. The ACC finally yeah. got a second team. Is it North Carolina? Yes, yes, it was North Carolina. I mean, obviously beating Duke probably deserved it. Um, they get in at number 25. So for the first time all year, the ACC has two teams in the top 25. Yeah. It took them all the way to the uh, end of the year, but hey. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk some NASCAR, right? We are, and we have a very special segment coming up here at the NASCAR. Um, Jeff, who can't make the sports podcast, any of the podcasts, he's got a lot going on in his time, in his life, but he has graciously sent over his thoughts over the weekend in racing. Um, it's 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 the racing recap or race. I don't know. I'll figure out a name for it. Um, but Jeff graciously sent over. A sound clip, a video, uh, a audio clip for us to play for you guys, so he can give his thoughts and all the results that happened, not only in NASCAR but also IndyCar and everything else. So we're gonna cut to that real quick, and then we'll be right back. It's time for Jeff's racing recap. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Jeff here, bringing you a breakdown of this past weekend's racing and everything that went down in the world of automobiles. So we'll start it off with NASCAR. Everyone's uh, tuning in to NASCAR nowadays, trying to catch up with what's going on with these new cars. Uh, Alex Bowman from Hendrick Motorsports picked up the win in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, the big story coming out of this race, though, is Hendrick Motorsports. Every lap a driver of theirs had led, whether it be Alex Bowman, William Byron, Chase Elliott, or Kyle Larson, Rick Hendrick himself pledged $2,000 for Ukrainian humanitarian relief. So they led a lot of laps. Not sure what the grand total was. Maybe Ryan or um, could bring that up here. But, uh, yeah, it was a lot of money, and it was a good deal, good cause. Uh, you love to see it. Love to see uh, these big business owners and big money people stepping up to kind of help out the fellow human. And also in news, speaking of that Ukrainian and Russian conflict um, that's going on right now, as it does deeply sadden me, and I'm sure most of you other viewers and um, everyone else around the world, in Formula One, Nikita Mazepin, a Russian driver, was under an agreement with FIA, I believe the term stated, that he would not support Russia, not brand the Russia flag, brand a neutral flag, and would not give any support to Russia, in which terms he stated he was okay with, he was, well, not okay with, but he would, you know, abide by the race. Well, just days after he said that, FIA and Haas Motorsports, the one that he races for, the Haas Formula One team, decided to relieve him of his contract due to the Russian-Ukrainian conflict and war that has been rising and tensions are getting even worse. So Nikita Mazepin out at Haas, no longer, no Russian driver in Formula One anymore. Haas out and insert their new driver for the Haas car. It is going to be someone that has been their substitute driver uh, or their uh, relief driver as you would or their 
there uh he really has been with Haas a couple years filled in when Romain Grosjean uh, had a fire incident a couple years back but he is none other than young gun Pietro Fittipaldi he's going to be taking the wheel of that Haas car uh big news coming out of there if you ask my opinion I think it was uh Haas just trying to get out of the Nikita Mazepin situation um FYI for Ryan and Nate there you guys might not know he's not a good driver um he he is very bad uh he started 21 races in formula one and spun out 28 times uh and uh yeah there's only 20 drivers in the formula one field but he somehow finished 21st in points so um keep that in mind he finished behind a release a relief driver who only raced two to three races um but you know all in all i think that's a good move you know if if uh you know, well, what's going on over there? Not, I know we don't want to get political on here, but, you know, what's going on over there? I know the people don't have a direct correlation to what's going on and what Vladimir Putin's doing. But, you know, at a point, you got to have repercussions for your leader's actions. And whether that's us right now with stuff that's going on in the United States, whether that's, you know, Russia's government basically... Um, dictating stuff over there and now their infrastructure is collapsing or whether that's China and um, you know their people are just kind of stuck over there but you know and it's sad to see because there are guys you know I know they don't help it like in wrestling terms Ilya Dragunov you know he's probably gonna be looked on differently um, which is sad which is sad but you know I'm, I'm okay with this Haas move just, just based on the premise that he's not a good driver and shouldn't have been in that car anyways uh, it had a lot to do with his dad. He was a high Russian ranking guy that had a lot of money, big businessman in Russia, uh, which also leads me to Haas again. Haas got rid of their title sponsor. Haas Ukarali was their title sponsor, which is a Russian funded company and a Russian owned company, which is weird because it's an, Haas is an American team, but a uh, USA owned team, I should say. But they cut ties with Ukarali. They, you know, shredded that contract. They will no longer be with them. Formula One also canceled the Russian GP for the foreseeable future. I don't think we'll ever go back there, at least for not the next six to eight years, as Formula One is set up to that point for the most part. Um, and, yeah, there's not really much backlash from it. So that's a good move from Formula One's part. They're they're listening to the world affairs now. Um but yeah, World of Racing was crazy this past week. A lot of news, a lot of breaking stories. Um, you know, these new NASCAR cars, they're junk. They spin out every time you get the air barely taken off of you or every time you hit a bump. Uh, they break parts left and right, and they have no extra parts to fix. So that's fun. Um, I bet these new cup drivers are really, really enjoying that. Um, but yeah, it was good to good to get back on this podcast i know i've been absent for a while um good to kind of give you a sports rundown and you know to the best of my availability that i can i'm going to be popping in on these pre-recorded deals here and sharing some light on the racing world with you guys um and it's great to talk to y'all again nate ryan great uh great to be hanging out with you guys again at least at some point virtually here um over recording and you know look look forward to it all you know and we'll we'll get her back honed in one day and i'll be back on the pod you know hopefully fully uh thank you guys for having me thank you guys for listening and gals and uh 
yeah, that that's pretty much all I got, guys. Take care and uh, keep it real. See ya. Thank you, Jeff, for uh, all that stuff. Really informative. I didn't, you know, didn't know about that. But, yes, as Jeff said, Alex Bowman did win the NASCAR race at Las Vegas. Um, pretty crazy. Um, the, the Chevys really dominated this race. Um, yeah. And teammates all over the place leading laps. It was uh, a... <laughs> Uh, Hendrick Motorsports, as Jeff mentioned, Hendrick Motorsports were very, very dominant in this race. So, yeah. Any thoughts? Did you get to watch this race at all? Or? No, I did not. I watched Where did Austin Dillon finish? Austin Dillon. Let's see. He finished. Uh, let's see. Pretty. Uh, he got yeah, 11th. He was 11th. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. So again, Alex uh, Alex Bowman winner. That's another, you know, we've had three races and three different winners. So kind of on the same like last year. Last year. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, Nathan, finally they go to Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, we've been we've been hyping up the Phoenix race. Let me tell you. <laughs> and so uh, yeah, again, thank you, Jeff, for sending that in. Um, we'll be probably doing that every week for us. Since we don't really, we know a little bit about NASCAR, but he's kind of our, I wouldn't call him the expert, but he knows more about the racing world than we do. So it's like, the, I like to get him in here and for him to give us insight. So. Yeah. All right. Moving on uh, from NASCAR. Let's, what do go we to, let's go to UFC, Ryan. We had a pay-per-view. We did. We had UFC. Yeah. Big one. Um, It was two UFC, two uh. Uh, 272, Covington and Masvidal. Yeah, a rare pay-per-view headline without a title fight. Yeah, they have so many titles. It's crazy to have one without a title on it. <laughs> yeah. They don't do that very often. Um, do you think this was Jorge's last big fight? I mean... He got dominated, and uh, yeah, I I don't think he's gonna get very many big fights after this. Uh, he did just sign a new contract with the UFC, though. So I don't know. And maybe he'll fight like Diaz or somebody. I don't. Fights aren't gonna be for rankings or anything. He's just going to probably have some uh, big money fights and uh, just yeah. kind of go to AEW. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't see very many decisions where it's that unanimous. Uh, it was 49-46, 50-44, 50-45. That, yeah. that does not happen very often. Uh, Colby Covington really dominated this fight. Uh, Jorge didn't really have much he didn't do much here. <laughs> no. No, uh, the co-main event, Ryan. Uh, co-main event was the name. Uh, Rafael Don Anos and Renato Mecano. This was catch weight. Uh, this was like a last-minute replacement, right? Yeah. 
Yes, and Makano for being a last play, uh, last minute replacement. Uh, wow. Uh, so this fight in the second round, Makano got the the crap kicked out of him. All right, and his eye was all swollen, and he was staggering. The announcer said it should be over. This is a five round fight. I don't know why it was a five round yeah, fight because it, it wasn't a title fight. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't a main event, wasn't a title fight, but for some reason they wanted to go five rounds, which makes us even crazy. But they, the announcers said it should have been over, and I kind of agreed with them. But the doctors looked at him. All three of the next rounds, the doctors looked at him, and he said he could see out of his eye, and the referee was even hesitant. And then in the final round, the fifth round, he weighed all five rounds. In the fifth round, the referee told him, if you don't do anything in the first 30 seconds, I'm falling. <laughs> and by God, he did. He came out, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he made, uh, 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 what's his name? Don Anios. Uh, I, I, how'd you, Don yes. Dasanios. Uh, he made him bleed. He started, he busted his nose open and started fighting back and it was like a war right there to the end and I was like, this guy is a machine. <laughs> I don't know how he did that. It was crazy. He still lost because Desanio dominated the fight. But, uh, yeah, what a war. Um, and then in the third fight, uh, we had probably one of my favorite fighters right now, and that is uh, Bryce, uh, Bryce Mitchell. Taking on kind of a legend, Ryan. This guy's been around for a long time. And, uh, uh, oh, man, how you drafted the name? Edson. I'm second with these names. Uh, Barbosa. Barbosa. Yeah, Edson Barbosa. Yeah, and uh, I'm telling you what, Ryan, when you watch these guys fight, you, when they come out, Edson Barbosa is ripped. Like, he yeah. doesn't look yeah. like he has an ounce of fat on him. Bryce Mitchell comes out, and you look at him, and you're like, this looks like a normal dude. And he has no muscle tone. And you're like, man, this is guy. But I'll be damned if he did not completely dominate Edson Barbos. He got him on the ground right where he wanted him. And he just tied him up. Like he was, I swear he was going to go for that body twister a couple times. But, yeah, he had him down and he was just dominating him, Ryan. He dominated a veteran, a legend. And uh, Bryce Mitchell, tell you what, man, the future is on his side. Well, and uh, he, uh, after the fight, he didn't even call anybody out or anything. He uh, he said he's donating half of his earnings to uh, uh, kids with terminal illnesses in, in uh, Arkansas. And that's all he said. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, Bryce Mitchell, by the way, is 15-1. and one. His only loss coming on the Ultimate Fighter 27 semifinal. Yeah. Crazy. Um, there was yeah, a, he's a huge a, age difference between these two. Uh, Barbosa's in his oh, yeah. 30s and Mitchell's in his late 20s. So there's about a 10-year difference between them. So, uh, But, yeah, that's a big win for Bryce Mitchell. Um, big win. Uh, what were the other two fights uh, on the card, Ryan? Kevin Holland defeated Alex Oliveira by a knockout in the second round. And then the highlight of this for me, hopefully in his final appearance ever in the UFC, 
Greg Hardy got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. By Sergey Spivak. Um, hopefully they don't bring him back. He's looked. He has been embarrassed his last fight, couple fights. Well, he was way overweight in this one. Didn't even look in shape at all. Yeah. He got German suplexed on his head three times. Hell yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he got dominated. The guy didn't know what to do. He got judo tripped. He got it, yeah. He got smashed. It didn't last face. very long either. So. <laughs> no. No. Um, the next time UFC is on pay-per-view, it'll be April 9th, UFC 273. Two, we had no title fights on this one, but we got two title fights on the next card. Uh, Volkanovski will defend the featherweight title against the Korean zombie, Chan Sung Young. And the bantamweight title will be on the line as well as Aljamain Sterling will defend against Peter Yon. All right. Also, we got a women's fight. On Holy crap! Uh, Mackenzie Dern will take on Tesha Torres. Um, All right. Also, Gilbert Burns versus Kamzat Chimev, and Kelvin Gastelum versus Imovov. I'm not even going to attempt that first name. Yeah, Kevin Gastelum is probably one of the bigger, biggest uh, light heavyweight, uh, light heavyweight names going right now because you know John Jones kind of dropped out, and uh, also. Gilbert Burns, because Jorge lost, and, you know, Covington's already had his two shots at Kamaru Usman, too. Gilbert Burns is sitting there at three, and uh, if he wins this fight, I think he should be the next in line for Usman. So, we'll see. Uh, let's go into let's go into some NBA action, Ryan. If we must. <laughs> <laughs> um, LeBron made history uh, over the week, um, scoring 53 points in a game. He's one of the oldest players to do that. That's, I mean, that's significant. But yeah. the team still sucks. So, <laughs> um, in the Eastern Conference, Miami has jumped the pack to take first place in the conference. 44 and 22, three game lead over the second place Philadelphia 76ers. But with that new team, who knows? Um, you know, losing one of their best players or gaining one of their best players, gaining a new player, getting rid of a guy who wasn't even on the team. I mean, we'll see how that works out. Milwaukee yeah. is in third, Chicago fourth, uh, Boston's up to fifth, and Cleveland sixth. Right now in the play-in tournament, we've got Toronto, Charlotte, Brooklyn, and Atlanta. Brooklyn's on a downhill slide, but of course, after you lose James Harden and you really don't gain anything, um, it's, it's bound to happen. Especially, especially when you got a part-time player. And you got a part-time player, yeah. It, so um, Simmons will be on the bench for the game in Philadelphia. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> Simmons is going back to Philly, the team he abandoned. That's gonna. Oh, I'm sure he'll get a great reaction out of the Philadelphia crowd. Yeah. Um, and then currently out of the playoffs, Washington, New York, Indiana, Detroit, and Orlando. The only one with a real shot at it is Washington. Right. Else is kind of out. Out west, Phoenix still holding on to the first place lead. We have a new number two team, Nathan. Memphis. 
Memphis has made a huge jump, and Memphis behind John Morant has taken second place in the West. But that being wow. you know, even losing Chris Paul, they are still fifty-one and thirteen. That is insane. That is insane. Yeah, that's crazy. They have an eight-game lead over Memphis. <laughs> uh, Golden State has dropped to third place, but still, those the top. Five teams in their NBA in the West have amazing records. It yeah, we're kind of uh, you know, we had like one or two years where the East was looking better than the West. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now uh, it's just right back to where the past yeah. two decades yeah. where the West is just that much better. Uh, the Jazz are in fourth. Dallas has moved up to fifth. They're on a five-game winning streak. Denver's up six. They've won three straight. Minnesota has made a huge jump up to seventh place. Uh, they have also won five straight games. Um, and the Clippers, Los Angeles, and New Orleans round out the top ten. Um, L.A.'s going the wrong direction. <laughs> Both L.A. teams are going the wrong direction. <laughs> um Portland, San Antonio, Sacramento, Oklahoma City, and Houston all out of the playoffs. Sacramento has a shot, but they've already lost 43 games, which means they will not have a winning record this year. Um, so I don't see them making the playoffs after that trade, maybe next year. But uh, Portland, San Antonio kind of still have a shot to sneak their way into that play-in tournament. So. Let's move over to. All right, I guess all we got left is the NHL, right? Uh, yeah, because I don't. Well, hockey's back, or soccer's back. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we got. Uh, let's see, Major League Soccer. Let's look at the scores. For Major League Soccer over the weekend. Talk soccer because my Columbus, they're going to tear it down this year, boys. Uh, <laughs> so let's, uh, let, let's look at the scores from the soccer over the weekend because it's easy to do soccer. They only play two games a week. Or when they only play on Saturday and Sunday. So it's kind of easy to do these scores. <laughs> New England beat Dallas one to nil. Uh, New York Red Bulls beat Toronto four to one. Kansas City beat Houston one nothing. Philadelphia beat Montreal two to one. San Jose and Columbus tied at three to three. Oh, they came back and tied that game. I thought they won. Shit. Yeah, they tied it. Uh, Chicago Fire and Orlando tied at zero. High scoring, exciting game that is. Colorado beat Atlanta three to nothing. Cincinnati and D- beat or lost to DC United one to nothing. Minnesota and Nashville tied one all. Real Salt Lake beat Seattle one nothing. Vancouver and New York City tied at zero. Gal- the LA Galaxy beat Charlotte one to nothing. I didn't know Charlotte had a team. Yep. Uh, Austin, you know Austin's. This is their second year. Uh, they beat Miami five to one. 
doing pretty good. Yeah, they might stick around. Cincinnati, on the other hand, might be uh, they might not be around the MLS very long. <laughs> um, and then LAFC and Portland tied one to one one. I kind of want to see. Uh, I kind of want to see Louisville come up and take uh, Cincinnati's spot. <laughs> um, no real point going through the tables yet. We're only two games in, so. Um, yeah, yeah. So we got a long way to go there. But Austin is winning their first place in the West. So. There you go. All right, to hockey. Um, there you go. Hockey. Not, not much change. Um, there's not really a need to go through this anymore. <laughs> going to be honest. There's no. really two divisions where there's any chance in another team sneaking in, and that's it. Um, yeah. It's the same four teams in the West. The playoffs are pretty much set. Um, it's going to be Florida, Tampa Bay, Toronto, and Boston, and then Carolina, New York, Pittsburgh, and Washington. I don't see any of that changing um, within the next couple, however much couple months we have left in the season. There's such a big gap that I don't see them making up right. 18 points. <laughs> um, out West, we got a little bit. No, of- I don't see it. Um, Colorado, 41 and 11, still playing extremely well, um, just dominating the league. St. Louis, Minnesota, and Dallas are in right now. The only team Nashville can sneak in. They're only one point behind Minnesota and Dallas, so there's a little bit of a race there. So we got a little bit of something going on. Out in the Pacific, it's still kind of anybody's any, – there, there's a lot. There's a couple teams here. Calgary and Los Angeles are from one and two. Calgary, 75 points. Los Angeles, 71 points. Vegas is third. And then Edmonton is fourth. But Anaheim and Vancouver are right behind. Edmonton has 64 points. Anaheim is 63. And Vancouver has 62. So the West is what we're looking at for any movement in the playoffs. Because in the East... It's pretty much set with what what they got. So. <laughs> Not gonna lie, you kind of, kind of sounded like a weatherman there for a little bit. Yeah, I did. I I caught myself. <laughs> um, uh, but... All right, so uh, uh, we'll end it on this, Ryan. Tyson Fury kind of hinted that he might retire with the titles. I mean, it makes sense. I mean. In boxing. That kind of sucks, honestly. It does suck, but it makes sense. I mean, didn't that what Floyd Mayweather did too? Yeah. Do they, what do they do when that happens? Do they just bring the belts back? Yeah, they vacate them. And... I mean, he hasn't fought in a while, so. Is well, it... that was kind of due to that was kind of due to COVID, but yeah. True. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah it, it kind of blows. I don't want to. I don't. I like watching him box. I really didn't get to see him box that much because I didn't know he was. I didn't see him coming up. I only yeah. saw his last three, or, three or four, where he's real popular. You well, know. you may be able to see him again, maybe because I'm going to bridge it a little bit because he did mention he wants to return to WWE sometime. So there you go. Um, coming up in golf, we got the Players Championship this weekend, so we'll be talking about that next week. Um, All right. Yeah. Think anything really happened last week? There wasn't really anything big. I don't think there was like an open or something that happened, but it wasn't anything big. So, but yeah, the players yeah. pretty big, a pretty big tournament. So, we'll be talking about that next week. 
Um, and then obviously it'll be heavily NCAA next week unless some more major news happens in the NFL, <laughs> which who knows? <laughs> yeah. The way this year is going, yeah. we could have another trade happen, another blockbuster trade that completely just shakes up everything. So, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to we got to so have basketball heavy next week. Again, we're making our NCAA predictions, the tournaments and all that fun stuff and going over all the conference tournaments. So a lot going on next weekend uh, or next week on the podcast. Uh, join us this coming Thursday morning uh, for the video game podcast. Um, we'll be talking some 2K news, WWE, some WWE games news because there there's could be a huge shakeup coming in the world of wrestling video games. Also, um, we'll be having. Did you get to play Kirby? Yes, I did. So Nathan, will be, Nathan will be giving a little first look thoughts on that game as well. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and then wrestling, of course, this week Saturday morning we'll be talking the big Impact show that we didn't think was going to be that impactful was actually pretty crazy, and also we'll be talking. Yeah. Um, revolution, as well as the whole week and all the news and stuff in wrestling. So stay tuned for that as well. So that's what's upcoming this week on the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. This edition is a little later than usual, but you know what? Stuff happens. It's all cool. So thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Follow the Twitter, the TikTok, and the YouTube for all the latest uh, videos and updates and live tweets about wrestling and sports that I do. Um, that is all at Sabry ENT. It is S A B R Y E N T. Follow all that for all the latest. For Nathan, I am Ryan reminding you, and hey, and for Jeff for sending us the bit the audio in. We're reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later.